This podcast is brought to you by Convo Cloth, the official clothing apparel of the NBC podcast. For the latest apparel, please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com. Now, let's get into the latest episode of the NBC podcast with your boy, S. McCann. It's the NBC Podcast with your boy, S. McCann. And this is episode 51, equals week three, review. And then this week, we got that dub on Monday night against the Bucks, 25 to 11. The offense, passing offense, came to play. The rushing offense was there once again with DeAndre Swift. The defense came to play. Bradbury was slotted at nickel corner. And that boy Jalen Carter had one of the biggest plays in the game with a peanut punch out of the ball. Having that forced fumble and he had a half sack. So in this week, I break down what the defense looked like, what the offense looked like, and our next week matchup against our division rival, the Washington Commanders. So sit back and relax. Let's get it. Episode 51, Eagles week three against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Eagles 25, Tampa Bay 11. In this game, we were without some key players, but we did overcome that, and we came out with a win on the road. In this game, the standout player to me on defense was Jalen Carter. One forced fumble, a half a sack, but... His presence on defense was felt the whole game. He was out there balling. They couldn't defend him with one person. And during this season, we are seeing a rookie player getting double teamed. And he's taking a double team and still pushing the double team back, which is crazy. A few people have said about Jalen Carter that he reminds them of Jerome Brown. Jerome Brown, first round, ninth pick. Jalen Carter was drafted by the Eagles in the first round with the ninth pick. Both are from Florida. Both are Basically the same height, same weight, which is crazy if you think about it. But Jerome Brown was a man among boys. He was a beast. His stats were crazy. Only played five years. 
And the reason why he only played five years was because he died in a car crash. But those five years, two-time first-team All-Pro, and it was his last two years, 1990 and 1991, two-time Pro Bowler, 1990-1991, All-Rookie Team, 1987, and then once he did pass away, the Eagles retired his jersey. He's in the Eagles Hall of Fame and then Eagles 75th anniversary team. But he only played 76 games, 29.5 sacks, three interceptions. His last year for the Eagles, he had 100 and 50 tackles 150 tackles from a defensive tackle nine sacks that's the best in the league he was the best defensive tackle in the league and it wasn't that he was getting sacks and all of that but his pressures was crazy if you see the tape on him I can remember a little bit back then about the Eagles, um, I think I was in first grade, second grade, but I remember when he passed away and that whole season was dedicated to him bringing home for Jerome. And they tried to bring it home for Jerome, but we fell short to the Cowboys in the playoffs. The season before 1991 that he played, he was an all-pro. He went into a playoff game against the Washington Redskins with a messed up shoulder. Had to get 12 shots. Played and played dominant. That's the type of player that he was. And then the type of person that he was, was crazy. Where he raised money for a girl that got hit by a car. She was in a coma. He did that. A truck driver got in a crash and hit, I don't know if he hit a house or something, and he pulled that truck driver out, and then he made the people aware their house was on fire, and then he got those people out. So, yeah, he was a better person or larger-than-life person than he was a football player. He signed a three-year deal in 1991 when he held out during training camp for six weeks. He signed a deal, three-year deal, $3.1 million, and that was his last deal that he knew that he was going to sign um, before he was going to retire because he said he didn't want to play football after 30. So he signed his deal at 27. He said that he was going to buy a KFC, sit back and relax, and get his weight up to 450 pounds and just chill. He was one of those type of players, man. But the resemblance of Jalen Carter and him on the field, people are saying that that's who Jalen Carter reminds them of.
during the game, it was certain plays during the game that was rememberable. DeAndre Swift on offense, him killing the defense. They were scared to tackle him. It was a lot of things that we seen in this game where the offense is getting ready to make a jump. Seems like they were getting on track. Jalen Hurts, 23 of 37, 277 yards, one touchdown, two picks. And on a couple of those picks, it seemed like he was not in tuned with his receivers. And so it was a little miscommunication. But during that game, we got over that. DeAndre Swift was killing him once again. 16 carries, 130 yards, 8.1 yards a carry. Kenneth Gainwell got in the game. 14 carries, 43 yards, 3.1 yards a carry. And you know Jalen Hurts ran a little bit, 10 carries, which was probably was all scheduled because they rarely run him with design runs anymore. 2.8 yards a carry and a touchdown. Through the air, A.J. Brown was cooking him. Nine receptions, 131 yards, 14.6 yards a reception. OZ had two big receptions, and that was his only receptions. 58 yards, 29 yards a reception, one touchdown. And this touchdown, the ball went over the outstretched arms of the defender, and it fell straight in the bucket to OZ. Dallas Goddard opened up the middle a little bit, five receptions, 41 yards, 8.2 yards of reception. Devontae Smith, four receptions, 28 yards, seven yards of reception. And then the others, DeAndre Swift had a reception. Jack Stoll had a reception. Kenneth Gainwell had a reception. The defense, Reed Blankenship, was back this game, had a timely interception, read the play beautifully. He had six tackles, one pick. Josh Sweat was all over the place this game, which the ends have been playing great. They haven't been getting the sacks that they want, but the interior defense has been getting those sacks. Marlon T had a sack this game. I just said Jalen Carter had a half a sack. Sidney Brown this game, he got hurt, but he made, I think, one of the best plays of the game where he stretched out on Evans and he knocked the ball out of his hand saving a touchdown and that right there just shifted the momentum of the game and that was great for us the Bucks, we really shut them down Baker Mayfield only had 146 yards one TD 
Mike Evans, he had five receptions, 60 yards, 12 yards of reception, one TD. Chris Godwin was shut down. And the running game, they couldn't get anything off the running game. And that's one thing about the Eagles. If they can shut down your running game and make you one-dimensional, you can see that we've been winning games by that. And now the secondary has some injuries. And I think that's the reason why our secondary hasn't been too good this year based off of that we have to move Bradbury into the slot which this game he played very well coming back and played in the slot shutting down a good receiver in Chris Godwin that was a plus but you don't want your pro bowl type cornerback playing inside where he hasn't been playing inside his whole career in the NFL doesn't mean he can't do it it's just that you will want that outside corner to play outside I think we will get help by a trade or picking someone up signing someone that's still out there but who knows we'll see what will happen during this season our game next week it will be a tough game because it's a divisional game against the Washington Commanders all of those games are always tough when we play our division rivals not saying that the Commanders are a good team they are 2-1-1 and one. But they still got two wins and they did win two games. And so you know they're going to be coming in this game giving it their best. And so my outcome of that game, of course, I think we're going to win. But I know it's going to be a tough nail-biter game. So with that, people, it's a wrap. One. So that was episode 51, Eagles Week 3 Review. And in that week, we got that dub against one of the NFC teams that we needed to beat just to stay afloat in the NFC. Yes, they're out of conference, but they still are in the NFC. The defense looked okay this game. The offense got on track. The running game is still prolific. And now next week, against a division rival, we'll see what we'll look like. And I know in that game, it will be a close game because it's a division game. And so with that, people, stay safe, give respect, and show love. One. Make sure you go listen to all old and new NBC podcast episodes on all podcasting platforms. And please go to www.
nothingbutconvos.com for the latest apparel.